There'd be a lot of poop in my pants. <laughs> I've seen a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big mm -hmm. abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the Welcome back to Cryptids of the Corn Podcast. I am the great and powerful Mr. E. And I am live action, Jay. And together we're going to bring you a really exciting old-timey episode. Ooh, old-timey? Yeah, I wish I had some like like uh, 1940s music queued up. What would that even sound like? like I don't know what it, I wasn't alive during the 1940s. Oh, okay, All right. I was barely alive for the 19th or the 19th century. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, just radio static and everybody pretending like it was music. Yeah, it was good music back then, good tunes. So let's do our front of house stuff. Let's rip through it. Let's rip through it. Paranormal Paranormality Magazine affiliates is what we are. So if you buy something from Paranormality Magazine. Use our code CORNCREW, all one word, and we get a kickback from that. So please, if you're going to buy anything from them, use ours so we get a little bit too. Yeah. Thank you. YouTube, please, everybody, go subscribe to the YouTube. We're gearing up for the documentary series. Uh, thankfully, it was a hundred. It was 126% funded. Thank you, guys. So thank you all amazingly. And look, we're going to do some, when Jay gets back from his little trip, uh, we're going to do some stuff uh, for the podcast, for the documentary series with the thank yous and the shout outs and everything like that but thank you all for helping out but please now everybody go subscribe to the youtube we yeah. have to hit 600 or we have to hit a thousand people we're at 600 people right now and then the watch time is easier to do like we, that's going up anyways but we need to hit that the thousand person mark so please just go subscribe uh if you're coming to a show let us know i think our next one would be the hockey hills bigfoot festival We'll be set up there. We'll be having a lot of fun, so come out and see us. First season four, we're going to change up the show format a little bit on Wednesdays. We're not going to be doing nearly as many interviews. Uh, it's going to mostly be viewer or listener submissions, uh, like for your guys' personal stories. So anything paranormal, Bigfoot, whatever, anything that fits into our normal field, please submit your stories to the email, and that's cryptidsofthecornpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we're just going to take them as they go. You know, Patreon members get first priority. But, yeah, you can just write as much detail as you can. We'll read them, and that'll be what we're going to do on most of Wednesdays now. Of course, we're still going to have a couple interviews, but with the documentary series gearing up, we just don't have as much time. Right, yeah. Scheduling. Uh, and so, yeah, any other way you want to – anything else you want to contact us for, email is always that best way. Let's do our new reviews real quick. Bees2416 says, The Best Cryptid Podcast. They go on to say, 
their biological approach is so unique. They put on episodes so frequently. Every episode has been terrific. I listened to each episode multiple times. Great show. Oh, thank you, B. Bees. Bees. Thank <laughs> you, bees. Now, Stephanie Strange. Hello, Stephanie. That's for me. But no, she says, can't get enough. Found y'all on Tony's show, The Confessionals. Love the episode and came over to y'all's show and became a Patreon member. I've been binging y'all's show and love learning process in the past of finding, I find myself thinking now. Keep it up. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. I think Stephanie's on literally every platform or everything we ever do. Really? Like right now. Oh, like, that's yeah, awesome. So we appreciate you, Stephanie. Uh, Patreon members, new Patreon shout outs. Roland Campbell. 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 Why is it spelled Campbell? That's how Campbell's spelled. You ever seen Campbell's Soup? No. Well, I have. I just haven't read the name. Oh, there you go. But it's Camp Bell. No, it's Campbell. You know what? It's like the stupid Portsmouth, Ohio thing. What? How's Portsmouth spelled? Ports. I, don't, I guess I don't know. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duh. Portsmouth. Yeah. It's not Smith. It's, no, it's Smith. It's Mouth. It's Smith. It's Ports. Mouth. No, no, it's Port Smith. You know why it's called all right, all the right. port's mouth? Why? It's because it was the mouth of the port. All right, all right. And then some let's Ohio get, hick let's get back was like, it's Portsmouth. You're deviating too fast. Uh, that's. I mean, that's pretty much all my front of house stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. He yeah. was, Roland's the only one? Roland's the only one this oh, week. Oh, all right. Because we oh, had like welcome, 16 Roland. the week before. Yeah. Roland, huh? I think, literally joined the day we were recording. Oh, gotcha. So Roland just barely missed last week's. All right. Well, he's in now. Yeah, he's in now. Welcome to the club. All right. What are we going to talk about today, Jay? Do you remember? Hey, I do remember the battle of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. The Battle of L.A. Now, before doing research on this episode, I realized I was very confused because I got the uh, the Phoenix Lights and the Battle of L.A. mixed up, and I think it's because the Battle of L.A. movie, that really bad alien invasion movie. Mm, okay, I don't think I know it. It's it's a it's a movie. It's just that's all I can say about oh, okay. it. Okay, but. I think that's where my confusion came from. But we're going to talk a lot about World War II here in a minute. Okay. Because uh, California had a lot of problems during World War II. I believe so, yes. Yeah. So on February 25th, 1942, the infamous, quote-unquote, false alarm saw American military units unleash a torrent of anti-aircraft fire into the skies over Los Angeles. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> We're going to talk about how many bullets and stuff they fired. We're going in here in a minute. Is it a buttload? It is insane. Really? And then they're like, nope, there's nothing there. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so in the frantic weeks that followed the Pearl Harbor attack, many Americans believed that the enemy raids on the, or on the continental United States were very imminent. Uh, like, they were warning, like, Alaska and everything. Because there was some stuff happening in Alaska. We, we have some, actually, attacks on from Japan on U.S. soils that never get talked about. Hmm. We kind of have this in America. We kind of have this false idea that we've never been attacked. Japan has done it. Well, yeah. And then we wiped them off the the. We wiped two cities off the face of the planet. Right. But Awful. So bad. It's so bad. But yeah. Uh. It's, but they did attack back. Uh, well, so they start. They technically, I guess, they started it. I guess. Bombing Pearl Harbor. But so they bombed Pearl Harbor, December 9th, nineteen forty one. Uh, Unsubstantiated reports approaching aircraft may have caused a, a mid- minor invasion panic in New York City and sent stock prices tumbling. So basically, after Pearl Harbor, a, a couple days later, there was false 
like basically they were seeing stuff on radar coming towards New York City and like, oh, this is it. And nothing happened. Hmm. But literally like the stock market crashed and stuff like that. They're so panicky at the stock market. Everywhere. So the, there's a lot of these scares that are going to happen. Hmm. And it's going to be a question of who's actually causing the scares or if it's all accidents. Hmm. Or if it's all orchestrated by us. That is one of my list. That's okay. on my list for later. Okay. That it was to get us into the war. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about Japanese internment camps later that most Americans Jeez. probably don't know about. On the West Coast, inexperienced pilots and radar men have mistaken... Okay, I love this. Before I read this next line. So these guys on the West Coast have no... Like, the West Coast is pretty newly, basically established, you know, for any kind of infrastructure. Nobody knows what they're doing. These okay. guys are all green. These guys are all brand new. Okay. So these radar men, these guys that are literally like Pearl Harbor just got bombed a couple months ago. Yeah. They're staring at this radar, waiting. Watching the blips. Waiting for the world to end. Yeah. Sitting there, just watching. So they're a little jumpy. What? So they trigger the alarm for mistaken fishing boats, logs, and even a whale. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, not when you're hitting a button. And literally all the armed forces, like, uh, we're, like they're, they have these gigantic, like, not rail guns, uh, uh, these giant belt-fed guns on the bed of trucks for anti-aircraft fire and stuff like that. Yeah. So these guys hit these buttons every time they mistake one of these things. Thousands of people show up to just start lighting these things up. Yeah. And it's a log or it's a whale. <laughs> like just tumbling in the water yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or the log, not the whale. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So tensions were extremely high, and the only group is the U.S. Sanitary or Secretary of War, Harry uh, Smithson. Smithson. Oh my gosh. S T I M S O N. S T I M Stimson. Stimson. There we yeah. go. Harry Stimson. Uh, warned American cities they should prepare for accepting occasional blows from enemy, enemy forces. What? Yeah, that's the word he used. Yes. Occasional, accepting occasional blows. Oh, my gosh. So in Alaska, like, uh, most cities in Alaska had a light curfew. So in case the Japanese boats showed up, that makes they couldn't sense. see where the cities were. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, they were, in, in parts in California, they had all kinds of rolling, like, purposeful blackouts. Mm -hmm. But if you, like, literally in this one town in Alaska, there was a gang of people that went around busting into businesses that left lights on and beating up people. Jesus, like I, it's like it was just crazy. They were like trying to kill their own neighbors for leaving a light on. So Motel Six would have been out of business. Oh, that's why Motel Six actually started in 1948. Ah, okay. they had to wait till the rolling blackouts over, over, and then they ah, okay, makes sense. We'll leave not the light on for <laughs> yeah. you, but yeah. Oh my gosh! So this is all boiling up after. So after because at this point Hawaii was not a state. Okay. And I think that's where a lot of people... Wait, when when Hawaii got bombed by Pearl Harbor? It was not a state. Really? That didn't happen until the 50s, I believe. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a territory with an active U.S. military base. Hmm. We seem to have a lot of those. I mean, yeah, we do. I mean, territories with active, active US, U.S. military, military bases. bases. Yeah. Uh, it's the nicest way you can... It's probably about the nicest thing you can say without starting a fight with us. Is what? Like, yeah, we'll let you put a base. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so... It gets uh let's let's turn the heat up a bit. Oh gosh. What would what would make this escalation? So like I've tried to explain to you, there was already a ton, a ton of tension. Right, but nothing is actually happening. Like, besides, Japan has besides attacked Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Uh, they had seen Japanese submarines off the coast of Alaska, and they were like literally, and then California. 
So like, okay. it literally, they're on edge. These guys are hitting buttons every time they see a whale. Yeah. <laughs> High tension. Yeah. What, what do you think would push it over the edge? Well, probably a freaking fleet of planes. Oh, how about a Japanese war submarine? Or that, too. That would do it. So just a few days later, on February 23rd, 1942, a Japanese submarine so surfaced off the coast of Santa Barbara, California, and hurled over a dozen artillery shells into an active oil field and refinery. Really? Yes! Wow. So they blew it up. While the attack in Earth inflicted no casualties and caused only minor damage, it marked the first time the mainland United States has ever been attacked. So wait, it, minor damage, it said? They weren't aiming very well. Like So these shells were kind of like at the maximum range. Yeah. And the Japanese fleet, like this submarine, did not want to get very close because they wanted to start booking it. Yeah. So they popped up, and they actually had to, you had to tilt the submarine to get the guns to aim right. Uh-huh. Hurled all these shells over there. Hit stuff. Nothing important. Yeah. Didn't kill nobody. Yeah. And then hightailed it out of there. Yeah. That seems what? fishy. But it, uh, no, I mean, it was enough to really scare the hell out of everybody. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, uh, it's just something seems fishy about that. We'll, we'll talk about the Japanese tried a lot of stuff that wasn't extremely successful against us. How, but how did they even get that close? Like, how was our military? Didn't already didn't we already have ships out in the water? Like with this high tension, that's ready that, and waiting. That was the problem with submarines in World War II. Submarines were basically new for warfare, and the way that they were like messing with like radar was pretty new. Like it was all new. Hmm. So there was areas you could go bob and weave, like, but there was Japanese submarines seen like all over the West Coast. Hmm. Like they were literally popping up in bays in Alaska. As like there were lookout, there were government bases they had to go past. Hmm. Interesting. So it was all kind of like a freak out scare tactic. So yeah, yeah. The day after the oil field raid, uh, paranoia and itchy trigger fingers combined to produce one of the most unusual home front incidents of the war, which is what we're about to talk about. Right. Yeah. It began. But before I move on, any questions so far? No. Any comments? I think we're the story's pretty good, like well understood so far. Isn't it insane? Like this is how what was yeah. happening in, in our country. But not even is eighty years ago now, or not even quite forty two. Forty seven oh yeah, forty two. Mm-hmm. So eighty one years ago. Wow. Yeah, I think that's when your grandpa Ray was born. Oh nice. Uh so yeah, where was I? Oh, it began on the evening of February twenty fourth, nineteen forty two. While naval intelligence instructed units on the Californian coast to steel themselves for a potential Japanese attack. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's tension rising. What? The tension's rising. Yeah. So basically, way out, they seen what appeared to be a ship, a plane on radar. Okay. And they're watching it. And they're watching it. And they're watching it on radar. Like it's 30 or 40 miles out. It just disappears. Hmm. They hit the every freaking panic button. What, they think it went in this stealth mode or something? Like? They don't know. Nobody's right. ever seen this happen. Exactly, yeah. It's in the you 40s. Remember, these guys are brand new. Right, yeah. These guys that are staring at this radar thing, never seen act Like, this is it. Like, they, they, they don't know anything. So they know that nothing they've ever watched before has ever just... Boop, just just happened. To disappear. Yeah. So they ordered a citywide blackout and sent the gigantic searchlights ablaze. So basically, everybody had to stay in their house to turn off all their lights. Uh, it was like th- there was procedures for all this stuff. All remained calm for the next couple hours. So this is about midnight when they when they had this thing coming on radar. 
But shortly after 2 a.m. on February 25th, the military radar picked up what appeared to be an enemy uh, contact about 120 miles west of Los Angeles, so another one. It, as it approached again, and it disappeared. Air raid sirens sounded, and the citywide blackout was put into effect. Uh, within minutes, troops with, had manned anti-aircraft guns and began sweeping the skies with searchlights. Mm. I'll show you the really famous picture here in a bit. Like, okay. There's a picture of this gigantic thing in the sky, and they are lighting it up. So they actually seen something. Thousands of people. Or was it just a one giant thing you said? Well, we'll get to there. Oh, it was a big cloud. Nobody, had... nobody's seen the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, just after 3 a.m., that's when the shooting started, and the skies lit up. Following reports of the unidentified objects in the skies, troops in Santa Monica unleashed a barrage of anti-aircraft and 50 caliber BMG machine gun fire. Before long... Many of the city's other coastal defense weapons had joined in. Literally, they went through four. So they, they shot for 30 minutes st- solid. Yeah. Jeez. 14,000 rounds of ammunition and explosives. Ooh, that's a lot. And explosives. So we're, we'll talk about the artillery uh, shells here in a second. Yeah. Because there's pictures of them exploding. Like, like, and it was the like they're hitting something. They're hitting something. No, they had a fuse. Like, they were going to explode no matter what. Oh, okay. I was I was about to ask that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like one thing when I was started researching the Battle of LA. It was like you could see them hitting something because they were blown up. No, they all not saying they weren't hitting something, right? But they had a fuse, so they were kind of. If blow you were up to throw that on the ground, it's still going to blow up. It don't yeah. got to hit nothing to blow up. Gotcha. But so it's appeared whatever the weapons were hitting had no effect. But the, the fifty cows were hitting something. Okay, how did they know that? Because uh, there was a big thing in the sky and they're shooting it. Okay. It's a 50 cow. It don't stop. Right, yeah. Uh, so, no, yeah, it don't blow up. So Los Angeles Times wrote, powerful searchlights from countless stations stabbed the sky with brightly prodding fingers, while the anti-aircraft battery dotted the heavens with beautiful, if not sinister, orange bursts and spirals. Hmm. Yeah, so chaos reign for the next several minutes. It appeared that the Los Angeles Angels were under attack, yet many of those who looked up skyward saw nothing but smoke in the glare of Ak-ak fire. Ak-ak? I, I always say it wrong, but it's ak-ak. Okay. Thousands of retness, witnesses were outside during these events. Everybody's seen something different. But the, one of the biggest things that people seen all together was a gigantic ovaloid uh, thing. Just this... Oval? Yeah. Okay. Like an egg. Oh, okay. Like kind of a, like a flattened egg. Okay. Just monstrous. People, uh, a few hundred people said that's what they seen. But we'll talk about, like, nobody's seen the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And so they, they, all these people are watching this thing, and it was getting shot, shot, and shot, shot. And then at the end of the half hour, it slowly started to move away and go back up into the sky. Okay. Hmm, like it did not care. Yeah, like nothing was even happening to it. I'm trying to <laughs> give you an example of, I feel like a, a scene from a cartoon or something just popped me out, like where a guy's getting shot, and it's just bullets are bouncing off him, and he just walks away or mm-hmm. something like that. Imagine could ha- or, uh, imagination could have easily disclosed many shapes in the sky amidst all the weird synthesis of noise and color. Coastal artillery cor- corpse engineer Colonel John G. Murphy later wrote, but the cold detachment disclosed no planes of any type in the sky, friend- friendly or enemy. So basically he's saying our guys didn't see anything in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, everybody else said that there was something massive in the sky. Uh from uh, from others, however, they the threat appeared to be very real. Reports poured in from across the city describing 
Japanese aircraft fighters uh, flying in formation, bombs falling from the sky, and even enemies jumping out of planes. Okay. Uh, paratroopers. Right, yeah. Uh, not just not just yeah, not jumping just out jumping. and like... <laughs> there are even uh, claims that Japanese planes crash-landed in the streets of Hollywood. Oh, dang, okay. A quote. I could barely see the planes, but they were up there all right. A coastal air or artillery man named Charles Patrick later wrote in his letter, I could see six planes. The shells were bursting all around them naturally. All of us followed where anxiously to get uh, our two cents in. Uh, when the commander came, everybody cheered like some sort of gun. So basically, yeah, they were watching this thing. The barrage eventually continued for over an hour. The heavy fire was only about 30 minutes, but there was shooting for over an hour. Dang, okay. Uh, yeah, and there's nothing up At there. At just this one big thing? Everybody's seen something different. Yeah. Dozens of military men said there was a tiny, bunch of tiny little things. There was flying men. There was all these UFOs. We'll get to there. Gotcha, okay. That's the point. Is there's, no, there's not one. Nobody can describe the same thing. Gotcha. But at the time uh, the final all-clear order was given in the morning, the Los Angeles uh, artillery battery had pumped over 14,000 rounds of anti-aircraft ammunition into the sky. It was the only in the light of the day that the American military units made the puzzling discovery. Uh, they appeared that there had been no enemy attack. Although reports were conflicting and every effort was being made to ascertain the facts, it is clear that there was no bombs dropped, no planes were shot down, read the statement uh, from Army Western Defense Commander. Uh, ironically, the only damage during the battle had come from friendly fire. <laughs> Anti-aircraft spirals rained down over the city, shattering windows, ripping through buildings, destroying cars. Rained down? Yeah, because so they're that shooting mean? straight up. All that oh, crap's got to come straight coming down. Coming straight back down. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. I didn't, what do you mean you didn't know that? I didn't know, like... Uh, like it came back down and exploded or what? Destroyed the city. So uh, that's what happens when they shoot anti-aircraft stuff up? If they it don't can't hit still nothing. Be, it can't still be that way, right? That's the dumbest design ever. <laughs> that's the so, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now let me get. Let me keep reading. One dud careened into a Long Beach golf course, and several residents had their homes partially completely or partially destroyed by three-inch artillery shells. Gosh, so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. Can you believe it or not? A hundred percent, I believe it. No, my next line. Believe it or not. Oh. While there were no serious injuries from the shootout, five people died. <laughs> uh, four sad. of them were heart attacks. Oh. And one of them was a car wreck. Oh, geez. Okay. Oh, man. And all the panic. Yeah. Four people just literally like, it was literally <sighs> so much anxiety. Yeah. They dropped dead from a heart attack. And one guy like, uh, he was, I can't remember... He was trying to leave his house during the blackout for some reason, but he had to leave all his lights off or they'd arrest you. Right. So he's flying down the highway with no lights on and wrecked and died. Oh, man. In the preview of the hysteria, there would soon accompany the Japanese or internment uh, associated with arrest of some 20 Japanese Americans who were allegedly trying to signal the non-existing aircrafts. We'll circle back. They arrested everybody that was Jap Japanese descent. Yeah, I like every neighbor was like they were outside trying to signal. Jesus, that's that's so bad. Uh, we'll talk about the internment camps because nobody talks about the internment camps. No, they don't. It's like nowadays they don't at all. So are you confused? A little. I mean, a little bit. It just sounds like what it sounds like is there was a projection up in the sky or something like that. 
like something was projected up there, and then it, and then that's see what the know. projection. We'll get to our thoughts here in a minute. Yeah, with the projection, it would be the same thing in my mind. What do you mean? Everybody's seen something different. Yeah, that's not a projection. Hmm. Unless it's just like looks weird from different angles. But I mean, people were talking about seeing. The 45 planes and formations. People also were talking about seeing their neighbors signaling that's, them. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is it people were seeing what they wanted to see. Right, yeah. They didn't have to add anything. The sky is full of smoke, gunpowder, explosions, right. and glowing orange lights. Right. If you wanted to see planes, you'd see planes. If you wanted to see a giant UFO donut, you're going to see a giant UFO donut. There's a guy, we'll talk about the blimp here in a second. One guy basically said the good, he thought the good year blimp was stuck up there. Hmm. So you think like there's a chance that what maybe it not being like if it's not a projection or something like that that there wasn't even anything at all whatsoever? Let's save that. Okay. We still got some reading to do. Okay. Believe me, we have a lot of possible culprits. Yes, there's okay. a lot for this one. Okay. But yes, yeah, so that's basically the uh, the account. But we'll talk about some of the military that's talking about it. Uh, over the next few days, the government and media outlets issued uh, very contradictory reports of what later became the Battle of Los Angeles. Secretary of Navy uh, Frank Knox dismissed the firefight as a false alarm brought on by jittery nerves. Yeah. Well, attention was already super high. Now, listen, if this next thing didn't happen at the same time that I'm about to say, everybody would have believed him. It would have just gone away. Okay. But the Secretary of War, Henry Smithson, we talked about him earlier, right? Uh, echoed the Army brass in saying that at least 15 planes had buzzed the city. He even advanced the proclamation theory that the Phantom Fighters may have been commercial aircrafts operated by enemy agents hoping to strike fear into the public. <sighs> I'm getting frustrated. He later on backpedaled his claims. But there was still the matter of the thousands of military personnel and civilians who had claimed to see aircraft over the skies of L.A. According to the edition of the New York Times, some eyewitness had spied a big floating object resembling that of a gigantic balloon, while others had spotted anywhere from one plane to six dozen planes. Mm. Uh, the more the whole incident of the early morning of February uh, 25th in Los Angeles distracts is extreme. Uh, the article reads, the more incredible it becomes. So basically, the more it's just it's this thing is crazy. It's very confusing. <laughs> what? The, this, what? That article or this whole the whole story itself? The whole story. Oh, it is. It's very. But it ha But the thing is, it did happen. Like we did shoot and fire all the ammunition. You know it, that it really did happen. But so let's talk about something else real quick before we get into some thoughts. Okay. What is likely the Battle of Los Angeles? Now, this is the article, not me. Okay. Was only a mirage. It is still a chilling reminder of the vulnerability that many Americans felt at the beginning of World War II. The Japanese later would hatch several schemes to attack American mainland. I kid you not. Including 9,000 explosive-laden fire balloons. Okay. Yet none of them ever produced a level of mass hysteria that accompanied the Phantom shootout over Los Angeles. Literally, they got on a big ship, got as close as they could, put a bunch of balloons in the sky, attached with tons of explosives. Yeah. And nobody cared as much as this, like the Battle of L.A. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's, that seems pretty scary or dangerous. Yeah. With the balloons, because you don't know where they're going to go. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know they're not going back to Japan. Right. Yeah. But they could end up anywhere. That's pretty scary. Yeah. They could end up at our house. I mean, that's quite a ways to travel, but yeah, anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, huh, what? Yeah. Uh, he said the thing. Uh, 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 You're panicking. Who knows? Anything could be possible. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, you were panicking like the people of uh, no, L.A. No, I didn't have a heart attack. <laughs> it, it, episode ain't over yet. Uh, so, yeah, I know it's kind of a short story. The battle, There's all kinds of other like little odds and ends you could go through. That's just not like this kind of stuff's not our normal hat. Right, right. right. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting to cover. But like there's a couple where like um, I can't for, remember her name for the life of me. But she worked for, like, basically the air raid response. Okay. Uh, and she said she got a, her call from her direct commander saying, go outside and report to me what you're seeing. Because her house is, like, right under the thing. Mm-hmm. So she went outside, and she's one of the ones that's seen the first big oval. Mm. Uh, she only has a first name ever, and she only did the one report once. Okay. So she either got disappeared or just stopped talking about it or it wasn't real. Yeah. Somebody could have made it up. It was like basically it's like a one name like Christina and that's it. Right. Like there's no no other backing. Could have been completely fabricated. Like yeah. her existence. everything about her. Yeah. Like there's no proof. Right. Now, I we're going to get into a lot of government conspiracies here in the middle dealing with World War II. Okay. Cuz this this battle and the internment of the Japanese did do a lot of positive for the U.S. government as far as the war effort, hmm. and we'd all say it's coincidence or whatever. But let's go with some what we what we think it could be. Definitely coincidence. Do you before we get don't know conspiracies yet? What do you think it uh, any things that pop out? I got like twenty on my list, but as far as the whole the, this whole entire story, yeah, um, I believe uh, it was a hundred percent our U.S. government just. Uh, fabricating this whole thing and firing now whether or not anything was up there i don't know but probably not so if there was something up there it probably was not a threat to anybody so let's save that put a pin in that one all right because i don't think you're wrong yeah necessarily okay uh because that's a that's a big one that people go to okay let's just flat out say what about a weather balloon now this sounds goofy but literally that night, the night before, the 24th, a local high school teacher, no joke, makes me think of Mothman. I know. Everything. It's just, he did a weather balloon to start studying some stuff, and it got away from him. Okay. And he's like, oh, hey, whatever. We already talked about how trigger happy and how right. insanely scared everybody was. Tension was very high. And now a gigantic weather balloon that's not it's not part of the military, because the military was radioing in every time they were doing one for wind. Yeah. And you just see it there. The guy slaps the panic button, and everybody's just kind of like, it's panicked. They, you know, they get called out and they just see something up there. Right. And the, all hell breaks loose for an hour. And that's why you don't find any freaking wreckage. You know, it's a 20 foot balloon. It's like that little game at the uh, fair when you get the little BB gun, you shoot the star out of the thing. Yeah. And there's Except nothing left. a rocket launcher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing left. So, what do you think about this one? That it was. A weather balloon from a high school. He he didn't want to tell. Like he got ratted out about this. Okay. Mm, so he didn't want to come forward about this weather balloon thing because he thought he was going to prison. Yeah. Uh, and like I can't remember. It was like some kids ratted him out or whatever. But yeah. Dang kids. Mm-hmm. Dang kids. So what do you think about this one? That it was an actual weather balloon that triggered on a whole event. 
Well, how big is this this weather balloon? I think it was like a 15-footer. Okay, tall? Yeah. That's a pretty big balloon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess you would be able to see that then. I just, I'm, like, I'm, Mylar balloons have been used since the 30s, and they're massive. Right. It's. I mean, how many times uh, have Asian countries been floating balloons over our over our country? Different show. I'm just saying. It just seems to be a recurring theme in our country's history. I don't even... Well, I think it was... A, it, this theory is it was just the high school literally down the road. Right, yeah. And that they... Whatever... It just happened to fall perfectly to whatever he that guy was seeing on radar. Mm-hmm. It could have been a freaking whale, and it dived, for all we know. Because mm-hmm. it was just scanning, like, the surface of the water and, and the sky and, and whatever. Right. It could have been something like that, and it disappeared, and then he looked out, and there was a freaking balloon. A balloon up there. Ah! Yeah, panic, panic, panic. Fire, fire. And then literally, everybody shows up and just... Lights it up. Destroys everything. You know how loud that would have been? Oh, you, I mean, everybody was deaf, I'm sure. Right, yeah. For an hour deaf, of, of just of, gunfire. Yes, a big so three, three, the three inch three-inch anti-aircraft shells. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to... Yeah, if, yeah, if you didn't have headphones... Three inch. Man, that's crazy. To an hour... An hour worth of shooting at. That's insane. That is insane. So what do you think about that? Uh, eh, eh, I don't like the balloon theory. Now, what if it's a balloon that the Japanese released as a test to our responsiveness? Gotcha. Because this, this is a big coastal city. This is one they can actually get. Right, yeah. Like, pretty easy. So is this a trigger to see? Maybe they, weren't gonna, they were maybe going to target Santa Barbara or something like that. But they want to see how fast... That we react. an object can show up, yeah, and that we react. Oh, that's possible. That's very possible. So it'd still be a balloon, but it's like they, you know, they were they were screwing with them, right? And there was even these gigantic balloons that the Japanese were towing for. I can't remember. It was for uh, basically they were like World War Two in uh, England. Those fake zeppelins mm-hmm. they would put in the air to confuse all the fighter, like all the fighter planes. Yeah, they would tow them behind their ships. For when dogfights would happen over their ships, they like, distracted the, the planes. Oh, I didn't know that. So what if it's one of those that broke free, or they purposely they put over there? Either way, that it was a Japanese war vessel, and it broke free, and it's literally a gigantic Zeppelin balloon. Yeah. And I mean, those some of those are big. Big. Massive, yeah. Or they did it on purpose just to kind of test. Test. I like the testing uh, our response time like theory. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea because it's smart. It's just like, okay, let's figure out. Let's just see what they do or how fast they do it. Then you'll know how to react after that. Right. Makes sense. And then you can pick a whole different city. Right, yeah. Because you know that one's going to be on high alert forever. See, I wouldn't have uh, went after, like, why would you go after, I don't know, that's, I don't know, strategy. I don't. I guess I don't know military strategy. But why would you go after a major city when you could just. I kind of left something out. Uh, the uh, Secretary of War, he told all major businesses on the West Coast to move inland. What? Yeah. Any anything that's that the government needs, and it was like a private, supposed to be a private thing that got out. I don't like this guy. No, I mean he was, he was straightforward. Yeah, but also uh, either he's well, he's not dumb. You can't be dumb to be there. But he's, uh, I don't know. He's like he's well, that was dumb. Accepted civilian cost. He's what? He's accepted civilian cost. Yeah, accept these bullets. You'll be okay. Well, no, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. But you for your country. Except a few bullets here and there. So, yeah. Insane. So those are those kind of balloon ideas. Here's my next one for you. An actual Japanese attack. 
By this, I mean the government was extremely embarrassed by this, whether it was just even a couple planes. Mm-hmm. And they used everything to cover it up to not show weakness to the American people. Gotcha. Just light it up. And they actually did shoot up planes. They actually did crash some planes and covered it all up because it was gonna. they were doing this to preserve the idea that America was untouchable. Mm-hmm. They even if anybody came here... Nobody, you know, nobody died from any of this. You know, we we stopped everything immediately. Right. Yeah. But they, you know, so it, it preserved this idea that no, it was, it was just a, a false flag. You know, nobody was actually here. Right. But they maybe did shoot down a couple planes or crashed one in the ocean or whatever, and just cleaned it all up for yeah. uh, so no one. Okay. To preserve this idea to that keep the American workforce going, to keep the military yes. machine going. Yeah, that they're not actually being under attack, and we're impenetrable country. We're Right, so we yeah. want to keep that, you know? Right, keep that facade up. So what do you think about that? Mm, kind of like it, but... It's the government, it'll do it. It's the government, yeah. The government literally will do anything that, um, you know, good, bad, or ugly that's towards its own country. They'll do it just to preserve the idea that they're all-powerful, all-knowing. <laughs> this makes me laugh. Why? Because that's me. Oh, what? I may, That may be the new season four mystery... What, all powerful, all knowing. The all powerful, <laughs> all knowing no mystery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh man, we're gonna have to adopt that. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. All right. Uh, next one I got for you: secret government tech. This was higher levels of government using some kind of tech to test our response. So still, we're on this testing kind of thing because they know the Japanese are coming. They mm-hmm. know that they're extremely aggressive. So they are trying to do this, like, here's this thing. We have this tech, whether it was able to fight back or not. Kind of like the Nazi's bell, mm-hmm. uh, where we had this disc or whatever that we could move and kind of, you know, and it created this whole thing. They shot at it, obviously didn't matter, and then it went away. Yeah. Mm. Well, jeez, uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. So I believe we probably do have some technology back then that could do something like that. But at the same time, I feel like we'd have better – we'd have had better, like, radar technology or better defense technology to combat if we had that. I don't know if we had both. Both should come hand in hand. Well, it depends on what the public government's allowed to have, like the lower level of government versus the, the really high level of government. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about Foo Fighters and stuff like that, you know, when we think those might be Japanese in or not Japanese, they may be uh, German in origin. Wait, in this – in this? Yes. When did they come and get involved? We're going to get there. Oh, so it wasn't the Battle of L.A.? It is the Battle of L.A., but give me a minute. I thought we already did the Battle of L.A. Oh, my gosh. So is, there's more? Just stop asking questions for just a second. Calm down. Let's talk about this. Government technology. Yeah. Another thing we haven't really explored is another big conspiracy. Foo Fighters? So the government was trying not to draft because that's a really big... Uh, a really big drawback on the American people. Oh, you mean draft for, like, the war, the, the draft for ar- yeah. army or yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. So this is suspected to be an actual U.S. government attack on the U.S. soil, very similar to other things, which we won't mention. To get people enlisted, so to it, enlist themselves. But it did. It worked. Mm. Uh, they got to put off the draft, I think, for, like, another year. Mm. And they were supposed to do it in, like, a month. Because enough people signed uh, up. Uh, tons of people started signing up. Another thing this did was they were already during, doing the internment of American uh, peoples with Japanese descent. Jeez. So they were already interning these people in camps. 
So this made it a more acceptable by their neighbors. Where every, they, this is the, what the government did this yeah. to say, like, it's the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they were already putting them in these camps, but now the pa- camps could be a little more public and be like, see, and everybody's like, yes. Do it, do it. Gosh, so awful. I think there was like six or and I don't know this for a fact, so don't. I think there's like six or seven hundred of them arrested in California. So bad. And one was a spy. Like they did, uh, quote unquote, get one. Get one. And it was just like happenstance. I don't even think he was a spy for Japan. He was just a random Asian guy or yeah. something. He may have been or, Korean. Or, yeah, you know, they like, weren't. They weren't checking. Like a North Korean spy. Yeah, they were all. You know, they, they were. Part, I pretty much am going to say they're probably lumping all of Asians in this like camp. They weren't. Probably I mean, screening them too hard. Yeah, but if it's bad enough, they're already targeting like people just to put in camps just for being different. Yeah, I don't think they're going to use any like. Oh, we'll go for you Chinese. Fine-tune. Yeah, like let's check your DNA, like you family history. I don't think you look North Korean. I think you look Japanese. Right. Yeah. What? Now, so before we move on, the internment camps in the U.S. were absolutely horrible, mm-hmm. and people don't talk about them enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main dishes they served, and a lot of the Japanese internment camps on the West Coast. Do you know what it was? No. I'll give you two guesses. Oh, buttered toast. Uh, they would have prayed. They would have prayed to God if they got buttered toast. Oh, dirt. Worse. Mud pies. You're so close. Sawdust cakes. Mm. They would literally take sawdust and press them into cakes. That was the main portion of your meals. That didn't kill them? I don't... I'm sure it killed some people. Yeah. I feel like it have to. Sawdust. Gosh. Because there is sugars. This wasn't like processed sawdust, you know. There is sugars in sawdust and whatnot. So it... There is food... But it's not food. That's so bad. We and then it's like we just pretend like the Nazis are the only people that had camps. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, at, we were doing it. Not even a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. My gosh. We never did it on the scale of the Nazis, and nobody ever purposely died. But we, but we still did uh, the exact did same it. thing. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the internment camps are crazy. Nobody talks about them. The Japanese people. It was horrible. Like, yeah. And I'm sure, and like we've already said, I'm sure a couple Chinese people ended up in there or whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I'm Chinese. Sure you are, buddy. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. I know. I know. That's right. But I can imagine a guard doing that. You know what I mean? Sure you are. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. You tell it to the judge. Yeah. And I'm like Brazilian. And then they throw him in there too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did the guard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, get him in there. <laughs> Oh my She's so bad. Making light of it, though, I that, guess. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I, it's not funny, but... God, I mean, it happened 80 years ago, so... Yeah, I mean... But it happened, and we act like it don't. Mm-hmm. I act like it don't. I just swallowed my spit mm-hmm. and went around the wrong tube. <laughs> so what do you think for this? That The U.S. government did this as a, a purposeful scare tactic to not only further our efforts into the war, but get people signing up, and then get people not questioning the internment of japanese american oh, citizens 100 like yeah. this could this yes i believe this this yes. is probably my top two is that one yeah is one of them mm-hmm. we haven't got to my other one yet okay but yeah it's just because it's government i will never put anything past the government doing to it's, anybody it's like i know and, and it makes it oh it's such a coincidence that this happened now and right when it happened before right before we have to draft in all world, you in pearl harbor we knew it was coming yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, 
well, I'm not going to go on too far into conspiracy, but I'm going to give my little thing. It could be, what if it wasn't even the Japanese that bombed Pearl Harbor, but it was us with Japanese like Mask logos slapped, slapped on their sides and hey, it was just bomb ourselves. And then, well, people because, seen him. What? And then the thing before, like, uh, what was it with all the flour? Like a month, like two months before. Flour? You don't know this? No. So a, a local guy uh, took a private plane, put like flour into the bombs, and did this whole route the Japanese did, like two months before. Really? And so the hey, you guys need to fix this. Yeah. Because they could, they had to fly all the way through the islands to get there. Like they used the islands as cover from radar. Mm, okay. So they like flew in the valleys. Like people seen them from their houses. Mm, okay. Like, it wasn't like they flew around the island to get there. Yeah. They flew through the island, so radar wouldn't pick them up. Smart. It was. But this guy did it, like, two or three months before. Yeah. And he dropped flour on the top of the deck of this destroyer, and everybody's like, huh. And they still didn't do nothing about it. No, no. No, because there's like, nobody's supposed to know about this for two months. Yeah. Bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go back to the bar. Exactly. But, yeah. Man. Um. Yeah, but... I'm all for believing that the government would do something to set, to stage something. Keep the war machine going, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, next one I got for you. I, I got a lot. I'm sorry. Let's keep chugging there's, them out. There's a lot of them. What, theories? Yeah. Okay. And, and it's like during the research, like the story is super short. Yeah. And then the list of people's thoughts on it is super long. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, uh, so the first try at the fire balloons. Fire balloons, the explosive balloons. Oh yeah, they're called oh, the fire ones. balloons. Oh okay, okay. Those. So ones. this may have been the first try at it, and it just was a complete failure. Okay. That the balloons never blew up. Like there was something wrong with the detonation, and these guys literally there's so much artillery fire in the air, it just burnt and shred everything. Mm-hmm. Like like I know it wasn't C four, but like for example, you can burn C four to nothing; it won't explode. It needs an electric charge to explode. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like people cook on C four. Mm. I didn't know that either. Yeah, Mythbusters did it, where they were saying that a bunch of Iraqi like soldiers were doing it. Jeez. Because <laughs> it needs uh, an electric shock. No, it, plastic explosive needs an electric shock to go. You can't just hit it real hard like Tanner. I don't think so. Mm, okay. I'm not 100%. I'm not an explosive expert. Yeah. It's not a fish. But either way, fire doesn't do it. Yeah, yeah. it's not a fish. There might be a C4 fish. <laughs> well, I better look it up. Yeah. No, this may have been the first try at the fire balloons and just utterly failed. And there was literally so many explosions in the sky. Hell, it may have blew up in the sky. Right, and you wouldn't and know. And we wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known they with were, all that fire. Yeah. yeah. There was only explosions going off about every 0.2 seconds. And I'm going to say it wouldn't this one, though. I don't know. It's just something that the people said. And it does make sense that, you know, why, you know, they did try it a couple months later. True. So it, it would make sense that they had the technology then. Oh, you know? yeah. Um, an actual blimp. Just a blimp. And the U.S. government covered it up because they literally destroyed some buddy and passengers in a blimp. Yeah. Because a couple of the people said, we think it's a blimp. Hey, guys, you want to go on my blimp with me? Let's just go do a couple laps. Now, this is weird. This is another phenomenon we could probably do a whole episode on is phantom airships. Okay. Have been popping up since the 1700s. But even in the uh, 20s through 40s uh, around the world. People would be randomly they'd see blimps. Hmm, interesting. So there's this whole thought that there was like either private class citizens that had them, or, yeah, or whatever, yeah. or they were ghost blimps. You know, ghost in quotes, but or something else. But let's say it was a passenger blimp. Organic UFO. Shut up. Uh, let's say it was a passenger uh, passenger blimp. Yeah. 
the U.S. government would cover it up if they just literally destroyed somebody's blimp and killed everybody on board. Right. I mean, there's they would yeah they would either cover it up and like wipe it clean like it never happened, or they'd probably I'm if it was that, or they'd probably just blame it was a Japanese blimp. Well, that's see no I think that's why they they came out and they're like. Yeah, if, if whenever the government admits of uh, like they did something stupid, mm-hmm. there's probably something stupider behind the curtain. Oh, for sure. If they're oh, just a false flag, guys, we're sorry. Yeah, you know, it just happened. You know, I'm sorry we got everybody panicked last night. It's fine though. Nothing happened. Right. As you can't see around the next ridge is a blimp on fire with burning bodies yeah. in it. And like the the thing people saw, like. Uh, People jumping out of their airplanes, you know. Was people jumping out of the blimp. blimp, yeah, trying to escape. Like, I'd rather take that death and get lit up by a thousand sh- rounds of three-inch bullets. Oh gosh, I mean, you're getting shredded no matter what. Right, yeah. And then the blimp's on fire. Like, it's like the Hindenburg. Well, actually, I think at that point they got rid of that problem. I think it would have just leaked. Like, and that would have gave it the illusion that the these all these artillery rounds and the fifty cal BMGs aren't affecting it. And that's why it kind of looked like a flattened egg, because it's already losing air. It's slowly crashing, mm-hmm. and that's why you could see it kind of take it like it was still moving forward. Gotcha. Is that it's not going to explode per se, but it's going to eventually. It is going to crash, mm-hmm. and it's just losing air. Hmm. So it's probably crashing the next county over. Yeah, the government just buried it Scooped out there. Scooped it up, yeah. Swept it under the rug. <laughs> well, what do you think about the blimp? I mean, plausible. This I is guess. my third favorite one. Okay, it's it's, it's plausible. Yeah, if it. The thing that's throwing me off, though, is some people saw stuff. Some people didn't see. You know, there was nothing. could be nothing at all. But, I mean, it was like, yeah, that was the hardest part about this. Because literally, like I said, one guy said 16 or no, sorry, six dozen planes in formation. A couple of people said three paratroopers. Uh, this giant. Uh, there were literally one person said that it wasn't an oval egg shape. It was like a donut mm. with a hole in the middle. Yeah. Nobody's seen the same thing. Interesting, yeah. But also, the world was basically ending. What do you mean? There is a gigantic bomb going off over your head, point every two seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And tracer rounds. Gotcha. And giant spotlights. And everything else on the ground is black. So you just look up and see weird, like, even a weird motion in the smoke. War going on, basically. And yeah, you're going to see stuff that's not there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because anything could cause an illusion up there. If With all that going on up there, you know, whatever debris could even just be floating around up there. If you could just catch it, because they had this, it was nighttime, they had the spotlights up, right? Hundreds of them. So if they and just, it was just, yeah, creating all these shadows and all these weird positions. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a big chunk of it, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. And I'm not saying there's not anything there. Right, but, but that's the illusion a chunk of, of it. being a lot of things or something different, yeah. All right. So what about a skip in time? Mm. This was actually a past or a future battle replaying out. And they were shooting at it? Yeah, and that's why that's why it wasn't being affected. That's why it didn't care. Oh, okay. It's because it's like a ghost. Ghost battle. Literally, yeah. And like so, a dog fight. And then the all, all these people basically see a giant ghost thing, and they're... You imagine shooting at something for an hour, then it just kind of flies off? I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, uh, what do you do after it's gone? You're just like, do do, do we keep shooting? (laughs) What do you even do after that point? After an hour? Good Lord. What do you think about this one? I mean, it's never really, it's the idea of this is never really talked about very much, whether, you know, like, oh, because you know, you got your old civil wars, like, 
uh, or like ghost stuff that goes on here, like in Gettysburg, you hear like cannons firing, you know, uh, musket shooting, people yelling. No one really ever talks about it up like in the sky because there were dogfights in the sky. You know, there was battles up there, but I don't. It's not really in my. I can recall ever hearing anyone talk about it or read about it or you know anything like that. Oh, oh, there's people that talk about the ghost planes and formation and stuff like that. It, it does. It's rare, extremely, but yeah. it does pop up. Okay, yeah, it's just something that's definitely, definitely not common. That this could be something like that and just is reoccurring, right? And there's yeah. actually nothing like quote unquote physical up there, right? Yeah, it's just uh, but enough um, to scare somebody, right? It, oh yeah, it would. It very much would. But I guess. Wait a minute. Wait. Now that I think about that, when did when did Air travel, like, when was that invented? That's why I said a skip in time. Okay. Or a bleeding, like, bleeding universes where we're, like, just seeing a chunk of their thing. Gotcha. That's why it looks all weird. Like, another, yeah, another world, like, phasing into our reality, mm-hmm. our visible reality. And there's a lot of people that say that that's really emotional-based. And think about the amount of emotions Tension. the second the blackout was ordered. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's like, we're going to die tonight. That's a, That'd be a it's kind of a crazy experiment. Thousands and thousands of people thinking yeah. all, at the, all at the exact same time because all your power gets turned off. Right. And then it's you're going to die tonight. You're going to die in an explosion. That would be weird if, like, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about that, because, like, you look up at the night sky, it's pitch black. I mean, if enough people think the same thing at the same time, like thousands of people, I wonder if you're – your brains could like connect and project something. I think you can. I think there's I don't know if you could project something. Now, here's what I get at, I guess. I mean, it's hard to describe what we're talking about, but Yeah. I think that whatever manifest. if this is real, what is happening is that it's from another place in the energy that's being produced by all the humans that are pretty much like, "Oh, we're going to die tonight." Mm-hmm. Is a weakening the wall enough that where some of their world bleeds through. Gotcha. The humans aren't actually making the phenomena. But they're a battery for it. Yeah, that can make sense. There were it doesn't ma- like we don't have control of what we see when that bleeds through. Right. But we are powering it. Right. Yeah, I, that can make sense. I understand that. So I can see that. Yeah. I don't know what you think about that. I'm kind of down for that actually. Okay. I only have a couple more. Okay. Actual aliens. No. No. This is uh, just a couple years before Roswell. Hmm. And a very gigantic, uh, so I think it was like a week or two before a UFO was downed, quote unquote, in this area. And nobody talked, like, nobody talked about it. Interesting. People thought it was like a plane that got crashed in the ocean. Yeah. But uh, some people said it wasn't a plane. It was like a disc. Gotcha. Oh, interesting. So some people say that this was the mother sh- mothership coming back looking for that thing. Coming to reclaim it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, if it's actually, quote unquote, aliens, the technology is so advanced, it doesn't care you're shooting all kinds of... It's looking for it's looking for the little one. It's just all these people are just. You ever seen Independence Day? Mm-hmm. Remember when they're firing at the big mothership and it has that force field on the mm-hmm. outside? Nothing can penetrate it. Mm-hmm. That's soft disclosure. Exactly. Soft disclosure, people. There you go. That's what was happening. Uh, they just did the new one, which is pretty good too, with the uh, Mega Mom. Oh, I haven't seen it. That's good. It's, yeah, I haven't watched a movie in a long time. It's just death to movies. That's how I feel like. Let's not go on that tangent. Jeez. I know. A little, a little dark. I just don't but yeah, like so them. What do you think of actual aliens? Like, And this may have been like, what some scientists think is that like a lot of this will be automated mm-hmm. to where like if aliens do exist, they're not talking to us for whatever reason. 
uh, it would be automated, like the uh, Maha Maha or whatever that object is that came in and came out. It looked like oh, it was Mua Mua. Mua Mua. Yeah. It like it was scanning the system. Yeah. Slowed down and then sped up as it was leaving. Right. Nothing has ever done that. Nothing ever has done that since then. So it's like it looked like it was scanning the solar system, mapping it, and then. So what if this is something like that to where it was like a little disc and for whatever reason it crashed, whether it ran out of battery or, you know, our, uh, like people talk about like our technologies may interfere with their stuff. And I'm always like, well, they're so advanced, you know, how does that happen? Well, you've never like their technology could be so alien to us that they may never ran into something like ours that is so primitive, but it can mess with their stuff. You know, like mag like magnetic rock messes with our stuff. Right, yeah. And it's literally a natural phenomena yeah. that will mess with our technology. Um, I read a story that just made me think of that. Uh this guy carried into the airport like this donut shaped rock. It was like an ancient but it was from an old like prehistoric site that they dug up but he had it. And when it went through uh uh what was it, the the little X ray machine for your bag, it screwed up that whole machine. And they thought he had some technology in there and was going to sabotage the airport and the airplanes. So they pulled him aside. They had cops there and everything. They started going through his bag, and it was just this rock. But it was like the something was weird about it. It's just something weird. And they thought, and but they let him. They tested it. Like, oh, it's just okay. It's just a rock. And they put it back, but it screwed up their whole X-ray machine. It's just, it's just interesting. It made me think mm-hmm. of that. So it's like it's just stuff like that. To where that maybe this is an actual alien. And one of the rare times it could be an actual alien. Mm. And it crashed, and then the big ship came down, pulled it out, and then left. Mm. I guess plausible. Because it had no, as far as we know, no ill intent because nothing right. bad happened. Right, we right. Were they shooting didn't, the heck out of the thing. It's not like it was it hovered over and dropped a giant bomb and flattened the city. Because, I mean, what evil alien would ever do such a thing, something like that? What evil beings would ever be, you know... Do something to that somebody, just citizens, you know, innocent citizens of a country or a city, you know, that's just so bad to do. It's, it, it didn't do that, so must not be too bad, you know. You, you know. I know what you're talking about. Okay, good. I, I caught very early. I thought so. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, so what do you think of actual aliens? So I can believe that theory. However, I just don't believe in aliens, but I believe it could have been. This, that same scenario, but it's just our that advanced tech government. It's like, oh, we got to get our drone back. So, like, let's just you're creeping here and scoop it up. And we're doing what we're doing. They can keep shooting at us and we'll go back away. It's that secret, you know, the nine rulers of the world government technology. All right. Third to last one. Third to last? Okay. Mm-hmm. Interdimensional beings observing us and warning us. Warning us? Or, yeah, or you just, I had, he's Irving us or warring us. Mm, okay. To where, like, this is literally about to kick off to where we declare war on Japan, on the Empire, and, like, a lot of bloodshed starts happening. Well. So it's like putting this giant object mm, in between. I would almost say uh, n- no, because why would it, in such a high-tension moment or area, why would they want to, like, cause more panic or something like that. So I, in my head, if this is real, what it is saying is like, it let them shoot it at it an awful lot. Yeah. To say like, hey, we're so much above you. There's, you guys are so small in the scheme of things. Take a step back and relax. 
that's the way they go about doing it? Well, I'm just saying humans may not have reacted properly, but... Obviously. But yeah, that's what they... Yeah, so what do you think? Interdimensional aliens. Yeah. Eh. Interdimensional creatures. Yeah. Okay. I don't like it. How about Foo Fighters? See, like, now we're going to have to explain... We're gonna have to get into Foo Fighters now. Yeah, well, because I don't think everyone knows. Well, let's do a it's, short version. It's not the band, but they did get their name from this. No, the Foo is what we're talking about. Okay, not the Foo Fighters. I thought it was the same thing. No, it's not. Okay, what's the Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters are the the planes that were going to look for them. Oh, okay. That were fighting them. Oh, I thought the Foo Fighters was all one thing. No, the Foo was the phenomena. Oh, so he's basically like. Ghostly orbs. It was Vietnam, I believe. Right? Was it Vietnam? With the Foos? I thought it was. Uh, what I thought it was Japan. Hey, it is Vietnam. I, I think it was in the jungles because it was talking about like. Look, Jay's looking it up. Yeah, let's do a quick, a quick search on the old. Uh, so basically, the Foo were like box. glowing orb disc things that shot lasers, sank like all kinds of military vessels. Uh, there's only one group of fighters that could like ever deal with them, and they were called the Foo Fighters. And they never, as far as I know, they never shot one down, but they all survived. Um, this is very hold on. It's very hard to search because uh, literally every single thing that pops up is the band. Um, if you type in the Foo, Foo aircraft. I put the Foo phenomenon, and still Foo aircraft. Uh, she that. It doesn't really say much about it. Um, so the, f okay, mysterious aerial phenomenon, UFOs are mysterious aerial phenomenon seen in the skies, but where did it originate? Come on now. Nah. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, you're right. So Japanese. Jap is Eastern Asia. But let's let's I settle think on that. We, well, this Foo Fighter theory, this Foo theory, okay. was it's actually German technology that the Japanese were not maybe uh, allowed to use, but were allowed to have in their territories. Like, okay. it may have been the bell. Okay. Uh, the Glock. But, yeah, basically the foos were, like, glowing orbs of light that shot lasers. Like, they were sinking boats left and right. They hmm. were taking down planes. Like, they were... That's something that people don't know about. Like We'll do a whole episode on the foo one it, day. Okay. Okay. So, let, yeah, let's save most of that. But, yeah, so this could be the foo. So, they were firing at the foo. Hmm. I guess you can't rule that out either. Because we... I do know, though... I mean, supposedly those did really, truly exist. So you can't rule that out. I guess that's possible. Okay. It's possible. Ready for our last one? Yes. So I think I know what it is. Actually, I think that was it, right? Oh. Well, I don't got anything else. There's one more you left out. No, don't think I did. I think you did because I'm thinking of one right now in my head that you didn't talk about yet, that you told no. me to, to not touch on yet. No, I don't think I did. I think. You told me to say it? Is that what you're getting at? Organic UFO right, exactly. breeding ground. Oh, you think this is a breeding ground? So what if? And no more, more, that's for sure. <laughs> that, so we talked about in our live show the Hampton Bay UFO, uh, organic UFO incident, uh -huh. where it was around an algae bloom on a beach and everything like that. Uh -huh. So during this time of year is when there's an upwelling of nutrients around the Californian coast. So what if this is a group of organic UFOs? And that's kind of why they were popping in and out of uh, radar mm -hmm. is their densities. Right, yeah. Uh, are, they just were barely being able to pick up, and that's kind of why they disappeared. I'm they laughing. get over the city. Yeah. And then all hell breaks loose. And then they turn to dust. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm not laughing at. But this, so here's what I'm thinking is that 
like like the ocean, that some of these organic UFOs, like the giant ones, like these giant jellyfish, the whales, the giants, you know. Right, the rays and the... Well, I think the rays aren't as big as the jellies, but... Mm, okay, okay. But they follow each other. Like a, lot of the, like a lot of these filter feeding species will follow each other around the food sources. So what if there's a gigantic jellyfish followed by hundreds of rays? Mm, gotcha. And, and just how, you know, it's like a living structure, and they're going to these areas to feed along the coast. Mm-hmm. And... They literally go to the wrong area, <laughs> and they get the spotlights shown on them, which highly disorients them because, yeah. you know, we think that most of them are talking through bioluminescence. Yeah. So light is blinding them. Well, that and that, what if they had, what if the lights is what drew, drew them in as well? Because so I think the, they were already there. Okay. Well, like, it could have. It could have kept them down and stuff like that. Because imagine, you know, they turned all the lights off in the city, right? Right. And then just these spotlights are up there. And when you go, could have drawn them in further. Yeah, yeah that like, could be like a made it from out from they from out in. the ocean because that's where they pick them on the radar. Yeah, drew them in. So they did it they, themselves. Yeah, and then they literally lit them up, unleashed, and that's the big one that put, sort of the wasn't reacting to being shot a whole bunch of times. Uh, it was probably was. It probably was reacting to being shot a whole bunch of times. It just was very slow to react, <laughs> and it's a drifter trying to get. So it's like, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. Yeah, as it's being shot. Of all the buttons you had when there's a whale call. It's a whale. Yeah, it's a whale roar. A what? <laughs> What'd you say it was? A whale roar. Oh, a roar. A whale roar. Blue whale. That's hard to say. But yeah, so as this thing's getting lit up, all the manta rays are panicking, and that's why people are seeing like all these planes. Is yeah. this literally a whole bunch of like 20 foot, 30 foot manta rays? Jeez. And then this big jellyfish in the middle, and it's literally being like. Just disintegrated. So I can almost believe this, but you would think there would be, there would have to be some chunks on the ground. Like there would have to be. Not because of all the incinerary and explosives in the air. <sighs> Maybe, but no, it's still something. It's something. It wouldn't last very long, especially when people are looking for planes on fire. Yeah, I guess so. Or yeah. If they are getting chunks blown out of them, they may be able to take off for a while before they die. Yeah, that, and that's possible too. But you would think there would be chunks of meat somewhere on the ground. You know, someone would have found that. I don't know how the homeless population was in LA back at that time. But I don't think anything. I think there would have been a lot of people out in the streets and like had this goo fall on them or something, or chunks of meat. Well, maybe they did, and they just didn't want to report it because everybody is like literally panic stricken because they're throwing your Japanese neighbors in jail. Yeah. For being Japanese. I know, so bad. It's so bad. So, I what if you had to pick one? What do you think this is? False flag attack by the government. That's mine. So you think there was actually something there, though? Uh, yes, or it was just like uh, some technology that they had that projected something there. So I'm of two mindsets. I fully believe. Or not fully. I, I, a big chunk of me believes there was nothing there. The picture, which I'll show you. Here, look at that. That's what they're saying, that all the spotlights were target. So that's the other thing, is all the spotlights did target something. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't still, I mean. I don't really see anything particularly. All those little dots. Yeah. Or artillery shells. That's what I figured, yeah, because there's a lot up there. Yeah, so there's, like, that could be an artillery shell, that could be an artillery shell inside Mm -hmm. the light. 
Yeah, like I said, I mean, they shine everything up there. It could just be a false flag. Like, So there's either nothing up there, mm-hmm. and it was an accident, and then the government used it heavily to their advantage, which I do think happens all the time. And then, or it was, they put a balloon or something stupid up stupid, there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or it's the organic thing. Yeah, the organic thing is interesting. It is. Because if they did use these lights and... I didn't, I didn't even think about that, that you know, because we talked about it with uh, with some people we won't mention luring these things in that we think that they actually are luring in organic UFOs right. and thinking they're talking to aliens. So, and that's funny because this weekend um, I was just at a, a monster monster fest, and I was talking to this woman who uh, had captured some UFO footage on her on on film. But the interesting thing was, right before she would go out and do it, she likes to go out every night and just watch the sky. But she'd, and whenever she'd, and she's catching UFOs, like seeing them all the time. But what she would do is she would just beep a laser beam at it just real quick, real fast, just to see. And she does it every time. And she's, but she wants to make sure first it's not a plane because that's a felony. So she's, once she, it sees it's like a light going across that's not like a blinking light or a, she'll point some lasers at it. But then she told me like sometimes she'll go out at night before she even sees anything and she'll just point her laser up in the sky. A few times, and then she'll go back inside. And then when she goes back out, she usually finds sees some UFO activity. So I said, I told her, I'm like, you, it's a chance you could be drawing something in, and maybe that's what it's happening. You're drawing it in. We get this lady's contact. I have not, but I she doesn't live far from here. She lives probably 20 minutes from here. We don't have her card or anything. She didn't. No, she she's just a person. She doesn't do. Do you know her name? Don't uh, say I do. It on here. Oh, I do good. know her name. I know her first name. Documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great footage. I think you can do that. Like, I, th- I think you can lure these things in. Yes. But so let's just say it's a group of them. But just forewarning, please. Don't do this. Don't don't, don't shine lights into the uh, sky. Just don't. If you hit a plane, yeah. Don't point lasers. Prison. Don't. Yeah. Don't point lasers at uh, <laughs> flying objects that you <laughs> could even remotely be, be an, an airplane. Yes. Please don't. Big big time no no felony. We're not encouraging that. We're not advocating that. Please do not do that. I'm just covering our bases and being very thorough. Don't do that. So with the organic angle for the Battle of LA, like it actually is starting to make more sense to me. I kind of put it on there cuz I have to for us being who we are, mm-hmm. you know. Uh but now that you cuz I didn't even think about that that cuz they had it on radar first out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Then they turned off all the lights and then shined the spotlights. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's different. Or it's like, oh, this let's get it on. Like it's the dinner time. bell or you know, or, or breeding thing. Or yeah. I really think that if this was it, there was a uh, a giant jellyfish shaped creature being followed by dozens of manta ray shaped creatures. Yeah. That's what happens with the whales. They get followed by all kinds of other animals. What if too, like the big one being shot like with bullets. What if the bullets could just go right through it and not really no, mess with no, it? No, it's not like jelly. Like, no, no, like, not like that. People think like jellyfish are like. I mean, whatever these creatures, because we don't really truly don't know the biology of these creatures. Right. But what if they're like their their mass? You know, is mostly you know ninety five percent air, anyways. Well, that's the problem. And it's just going through it. And what if what if they could rapidly heal themselves somehow? Close I mean, we it don't off. know. Yeah, it just closes it off. Like it's just. It could. And it's just things are just right through it. Right but we through also it. know stories of people shooting these things. Well, that's true too. Like, but the massive, massive ones. I yeah, mean, I mean, it probably. I think it did die. I think it just died further away because <laughs> it could have been super up in the atmosphere too. It could have been limping away. Yeah, 
It just it's drifted away. It's I don't know. That's why it's starting to lose shape. Yeah. <laughs> or it was losing all of its gas. That's why they saw some people saw like a solid shape. Some saw a donut. Yeah, it's because we blew a giant hole Pulled right in the, the middle, middle and it. it's deflating. <laughs> I'm going. It's organic UFOs. I, I can lean that way. Yeah, I could. I could lean, definitely believe it. But I'm still sticking <laughs> this, with this. Is the, I I was coming with it from a government psyop thing. Yeah, and I'm not normally that guy. I right. Just, but this one definitely, whether it was or wasn't, the government benefited highly oh, from the oh, uh, Battle of L.A. I know they make the, the what is it the best? What's that saying? Like you make the best of the worst situation, or mm-hmm. you? Um, oh, I can't remember. There's it's not that, but it's something similar to that. It means something like that. I don't know. You take advantage of a tragedy or you know like that, but. They do that all the time, still do it, and then they manufacture this. And uh, different, d- different. Our friends need to talk about that. <laughs> all right. Well, any last remarks on the Battle of L.A.? What do you really think it was? Government psyop. Yeah, I do. Do you think there was something in the air or not? I mean, if there was, it wasn't anything significant, like a balloon or something yeah, like just that, like something. a decorated balloon. Yeah, like yeah, just anything that's. If if it's not the organic angle, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. If it's not actually organic UFOs that were lured in, I really think it was probably something that was stuck up there. It may have had propellers on it. It may not. It may have been moving. It may not. But enough to where it was like, whether the Japanese did it or the Americans do it, I didn't know. I don't I don't know that. I know the Americans used it to the best advantage. You're right. Right. But it doesn't. The Japanese literally two months later were putting balloons against the coast. Right. Yeah. So I could see it being either either party. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really. I don't. Yeah. So that's my thoughts. All right. That was the Battle of L.A. Yeah. Hopefully we did it good enough. I know we don't do a lot of UFO stuff. Right. Yeah. It's this is though. an oldie. Right. Yeah. But a goodie. Before Roswell. That's kind of nuts, ain't it? That's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have been the great and powerful mystery. And I. Who was I today? What I don't it? even remember. I was. Uh, I oh I was live action Jay. Oh there you go. Yeah, Make yeah. sure if you guys are interested, we're doing a lot of fun stuff on Patreon, so check it out. There's like seventy something people in there right now. All right, that's my last little plug. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five star review, and remember. There is always extra content on Patreon slash CryptoTheCorn.com. And don't forget, stay magical.